Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. Now, let's turn our attention to God's Word. Howdy, friends, and welcome to Light Steps Live. We'll be in our seventh and final session in the short book of Jude, and so far, It's been all ominous, sad, and bad news, Uh, living in the face of destroyers, those who would tear apart the faith, those who would never truly come to it themselves, and those who would disrupt, disdain, and destroy the faith of others. In this final session, let's call it, in the face of destroyers, hold fast. We have in these final few verses Final nine verses in the book of Jude, some powerful exhortations to the believer. If you'll remember in the very beginning of this book, in Jude verse number three, um, the, uh, the writer says, I was actually very eager to write to you about our common salvation, but I found it necessary to write to you about, uh, these, these ungodly people, these destroyers. And so now he gets back to a few words of exhortation, which I think would have been his original heart for for writing to these folks. But his original heart was interrupted by the necessity to talk about those who are tearing the faith apart. Without further ado, hope you've got your scriptures open to Jude. Uh, We're going to look down at verse number 17 and read through the end of the chapter. And then we have five uh, exhortations to the faithful. You ready? Here we go. But you must remember, beloved, the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, in the last time, there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of the spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by the flesh. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Five points of exhortation in today's episode. Remember, we're going to call this in the face of destroyers. Hold fast. Exhortation number one comes to us from verses 17 and 18. And it says simply, remember the gospel. Remember the gospel. You know, uh, in the face of dealing with scoffers, in the face of dealing with the ungodly, in the face of dealing with people, uh, entire groups, uh, entire systems of thought, uh, whether they be secular or religious in nature, in the face of all that, Uh, The simple antidote, the simple first exhortation is remember, 
Remember the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember the gospel. Remember that anybody who clings to the Lord will be will be uh, disdained in this world. Remember that um, you know Jesus came to save sinners. Re- remember all. Remember the teaching of the apostles' doctrine. Uh, and th- this is not a message that's that's uh unique to Jude. If you were to look over in Second Peter chapter three, um uh, there the apostle Peter says, Remember the prophets, remember, remember the commands of the Lord. Um and he goes on to say, uh, why? You know, Second Peter three two says, Remember, Second Peter chapter three, verse three says, Because scoffers will come. In other words, Jude isn't the only one with this message in the face of of this sort of controversy in the face of ungodliness, what do you do? You stick to the gospel. You stick to the savior. You stick to being a man or a woman or a boy or a girl of truth. You stick to what's right in the face of what's wrong. And, 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 you know, actually Jesus says in the end times, you know, you're going to be brought up before people. He says, don't worry about it. You know, you'll, you'll be, you'll be given by the Holy Spirit what to say. So what's critical for us in the face of, um, of destroyers in the face of the ungodly is to hold fast to what we know to be the right thing. It, it wasn't just Jude that said this. It wasn't just Peter that said this. It, it wasn't just our Lord Jesus Christ who said this. Uh, actually, also the apostle Paul says to, to Timothy in second Timothy chapter three, that, you know, we, we've referenced that earlier on in the, in the intro and part one of this series, he says in the last days, scoffers will come. Uh, this, 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 this is the reality that is faced all across the new Testament. We could walk through the entire new Testament. What happened in the earliest days of, of the spirit filled church after the days of Pentecost? Uh, Acts chapter two, verse 42 says that, um, they, they were devoted to some things. They were devoted to the apostles doctrine. They were devoted to the prayers. They were devoted to, um, fellowship and they were devoted to the breaking of bread. In other words, what they were devoted to was in the pursuit of personal growth, in the pursuit of personal holiness, but it was also in defense of what was in pursuit of them. So remember the gospel. I uh, I want to talk a whole lot about that, but I want to fit all five of these in, and I am watching the clock beat me down. So number two, identify and avoid heretics. Look back at Jude verse number 19. There, the apostle says, it is these who cause divisions, worldly people, devoid of the spirit. Identify those people, right? And it's not always that easy. Identify those persons who speak heresy and then avoid them. Uh, Don't be scared to name them. I, I would not spend my entire ministry calling people out. I know some people feel like that that is their entire ministry is to call people out. I, I'm not afraid to call anybody out. I'm just not going to spend all my time doing it uh, because I, I believe what I chiefly need to do uh, is teach people how to think through issues, how to seek seek the truth, how to search through the scriptures, how to answer things from a biblical worldview, how to how to have a cohesive, coherent view of things. So I want to spend my time, more of my time, uh, giving people the sort of 
offense that causes them to walk in the Lord and the sort of defense that causes them to stay away from fools and heretics. So don't be scared to identify and name uh, a heretic, but also don't be lax in equipping people with the things they need for the faith. Because if you give people a list of folks to stay away from, uh, it's easy to identify the famous heretics. It's actually, you can give them a list, say, don't listen to these guys. Don't watch them on YouTube. Don't, don't click like on social media to these, this list of people. But it's harder, um, to identify their, their coworker, the person they have the, the, um, conversation with in the grocery store. If we don't equip people to actually think through issues, if we only give them a list of names to avoid, then they will miss the common heretic. They'll miss the common heresy. And so we want to, we want to take this exhortation from Jude to identify and avoid heretics, but we also want to take it to mean to identify and avoid heresies. And we want to take it to mean be on the defensive, but also be on the offensive. Equip people to, to think through and work through issues. I'll tell you one of the chief issues the church faces right now, or the church in the area where I live, is, is we, we lack spiritual maturity. And it shows up in all kinds of ways. We lack spiritual maturity. We lack, and it shows up uh, chiefly, if you, if you ask me, in the areas of commitment to serving the Lord, a commitment to studying uh, the scriptures and working through doctrine. I think we often spend more time worrying about our image and and our uh, and the fun things we're going to do than we do uh, studying to show ourselves approved, just to be workmen who need not be ashamed. We spend more time on stuff that occupies our time rather than um, makes us redeem the time. And so we want to identify and avoid heretics. We also want to identify and avoid heresies. But what we really want to do is equip our people to do more than look for the list of heretics. We want to we want to equip people so that they can identify heresy and hold fast to truth. Thirdly, thirdly, persevere in God's love and remain in prayer. I, I said those backwards. Actually, you know, verse 20 sort of tells us to remain in prayer. And it's 21 that says persevere in God's love. But I did that intentionally because, uh, I don't know, it just sounded better. But go and I want to look at verse 21 first and then back up to 20, uh, verse 20. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. There is a sermon series in that verse. There's a sermon series there. Um, I, I would say there's there's three critical parts being realized in that verse. Uh, you know, number one, it says, keep yourself in the love of God, persevere in the love of God. I, I think you need a 360 view of that. Um, keep persevering in in uh, receiving love from God. Keep persevering in how God's love is perfected. And what do I mean by that? He sent his son, his son done his work. His son was crucified, buried, raised again, ascended back to the father. Uh, you know, the, the loop of God expressing his love is complete. So keep in that loop, keep in, keep remembering. But, you know, why do I say that? Because a lot of times our feelings make us think we're not loved, but the fact is we're loved. So keeping that, keep receiving it from, from, from God, uh, keep, Keep remembering what God's love is and how it's it's complete. And also, also keeping God's love for others. The way you're going to deal with a lot of foolishness in the world isn't just to withdraw from everyone, but to but to keep in God's love for people. Um, 
Oh man, I, 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 I'm telling you, we could do a series right there. But there's more here in in persevering in God's love. It says, "Wait, waiting for the mercy." What What do you think that means? I I think it's a it's clear. It's a clear reference to patiently waiting for the return of the Lord Jesus um, and not losing sight of that, not losing the sense of urgency about that. If you got some time, go go look at um, um, Titus chapter two, verses 11 through 14. And it, and it says it says what hope is. Hope is the the eager expectation of the return of Jesus. And then look at the look at the end of, of Hebrews chapter uh, nine. And, and you'll see there the scriptures tell us that in Hebrews nine, that he's coming back to save those who eagerly await his return. We want to wait for the fulfillment of the mercy of God. And that should be a feature in our life. That should be a feature of how we hold fast in the face of destroyers. We keep in God's love. We wait for God's mercy. And, and we remember that it's more about eternal life than it is about oxygen life. Um, again, I, I, one of these verses I love to quote, John 17, 3, it says, now this is eternal life, that you know him. That you know him. So eternal life isn't a place you go. It's a person you know. You, you get me? So keep keep in God's love. Wait for God's mercy. Remember what God's eternal life. Then you back up into verse number 20. Uh, it says, and there's a, there's a two-part thing to this. Build yourselves up in the most holy faith. So a chief activity that we do in the face of destroyers is we hold fast to our confession and hold fast to our savior is we, we keep growing. We keep growing in the most holy faith and we keep praying, um, and with the help of the Holy Spirit. So remember the gospel, identify and avoid heresy, persevere in God's love and remain in prayer. Fourthly, live a life of merciful ministry. If you look back at verse 22, it says, and have mercy on those who doubt. Man, we often can be kind of hateful toward those who doubt. The scripture here says, be merciful to those who doubt. Wow. That means there needs to be a, there, there needs to be a knowledge, you know, base of how we work, an uh, attitude base from which we work and an action base uh, through which we're working. Be merciful, have the right mindset about it, have the right attitude about it and have the right actions toward it. Be merciful, save others, verse 23 says, by snatching them out of the fire to others show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by the flesh. With time fleeting, it's so hard to give attention to this. But our ministry isn't just to get away from haters and doubters. Our ministry is to identify it and to love them. Uh, how many times have you heard somebody reference our, our our ministry motivation as being the way Jesus behaved on the cross? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Uh, I I think I think it's appropriate. It's an appropriate expression to say that with the Lord Jesus, but to also say, Father, help them, for they know not what has hold to them. <laughs> so Jude gives a direct reference to Amos chapter number four, verse number eleven. There, Amos says, you know. He's, you know, God's saying to the people, I plucked you like a burning stick from the fire. And, that, and that's what he's saying. He's like, pluck those people from the, from the fire, like, like a, like, you know, burning stick. In other words, they're burning up, saving from burning, burning up, pull them out of the fire. In Amos, there's a condemnation he said, I plucked y'all out of the fire. Like you saw God at Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what everybody deserved. I plucked y'all out of the fire, but you didn't return to me. Sometimes our work is to do the plucking, 
but we can't. That doesn't mean people are gonna gonna return to the Lord. But it, it also doesn't mean we should stop trying. So remember the gospel. Identify and avoid heretics and heresy. Persevere in God's love and remain in prayer. Live like live a life of merciful ministry. And lastly, constantly affirm the nature of God. Verses twenty four and twenty five are a doxology for this letter written in this letter, and it is just beautiful. Look, look at all the things that are said in these few short words. Now, to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his uh, uh, of his glory with great joy. It's amazing. It's a that you know, that that part is a is a prayer of commitment. Who's got the power to 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 keep you from stumbling? Who's got the power to present you blameless? You don't have the power to keep you from stumbling. I don't have the power to keep me from stumbling. I don't have the holiness or the power to present me blameless and neither do you. So what do we want to do? We want to commit this work of identifying and standing uh, and holding fast in the face of destroyers. We want to present the need for knowledge and power and wisdom. We want to commit that to God. Now to him who is able. Goes on to say in verse 25, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Always, always constantly affirm the nature of God. That's a lesson. That's an exhortation to us here from Jude. In this doxology, Jude is, is, is simply pronouncing his praise and how wise and soul lifting he is to do it. Um, we, we would do well to take, take his example. So in the face of destroyers, beloved, hold fast. How do we hold fast? Remember the gospel. Remember the gospel. Identify and avoid heretics and heresy. Equip people to live in the face of this mess. Persevere in God's love and remain in prayer, working always to build up yourself in the holy faith. Live a life of merciful ministry and constantly affirm the nature of God. Friends, that's going to wrap up the awesome little book of Jude. And if we've learned anything, we've learned this. There are many ungodly forces at work around us. The labor is intensive in just identifying it. And there's much need of the power of God to stand in the face of it. So let us hold fast to our confession. Remember the gospel. Seek the face of the Lord. Live as worshipers who don't go on mission, but stay on mission. God bless you guys. And thank you for listening to Life Steps Live. joining us on Light Steps Live today. My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Light Steps Live is a listener-supported podcast. Would you be interested in sponsoring Light Steps Live? Go to our website, lightsteps.live to contact us or make your donation. While you're visiting our website, check out the Lightsteps blog for a short daily devotional. Tim Bowes is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. 
Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club.